Welcome everyone to Gavin with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show, Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 251, baby! 251, the perfect amount of episodes. How's it going, James? <laughs> it's going pretty well, Johnny. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm getting over a cold. Ooh, buddy. I had a cold this I, weekend. What kind of cold? Um, uh, Maybe COVID. I didn't test. Head, head uh. cold, chest cold? <laughs> um, I was a little bit achy, uh, sniffly, uh, cough? sore throat. A cough. Yep. Oh, buddy. Yeah, you definitely had COVID. Um, I was asking because I've had a cough for two weeks. I did not have COVID. Um, did you test? No, I did not. But I had COVID. Yeah, how do you know? Because <laughs> I had COVID so recently that it couldn't possibly be COVID. Definitely no chance. Uh, no chance in hell. That's just right. the way it is. Well, well, I'm feeling better now, but uh, Emily is not. And that's my fault. That is a fun thing that happens is sometimes you just get your loved ones sick and they you just get to watch them suffer while you now feel better and you just you know it's your entirely your fault it's really it was truly like we did a relay and i just handed a baton and boy was it a perfect handoff in that i just now feel perfect and she is feeling sick (laughs) oh that is fun that always feels nice um but otherwise i'm doing great things are good good uh, do you want to introduce our guest? Um, I sure do. Um, speaking of just destroying your loved one with diseases, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. Is the implication that I gave my wife the lung cancer that she had? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I don't think... I truly can say this with 100% confidence. I didn't even consider that. <laughs> I, I didn't either. And honestly, the fact you brought it up, pretty suspicious, Joe. <laughs> like, it, it was five years before we met. And that's what we bring it up. Maybe it was three years before we met. The point is, I didn't. <laughs> I, I just go, I go full of the fugitive. I didn't kill my wife. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me, boys. Thank you for being here. Uh, so Gene Kingsale. Former yeah. utility player from about 1996-2003, participated in the Detroit Tigers' 43-win season in 2003. Uh, but if you want to more... Now, is 43 a good amount of wins to have in baseball? No, but it's a great amount of wins for any other sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an, that's an amazing football game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want a more current option, uh, Pete Alonzo, New York Mets first baseman, nicknamed the Polar Bear, apparently. <laughs> What's fun is that uh, basketball has far fewer games, and that's still a terrible basketball. <laughs> Ooh, if you want to talk fun basketball stats, the Detroit Pistons will never win another game. <laughs> Wait, s- like going 45? I don't think it is a playoff. It would be 43 like It would be forty-three and 41, wouldn't it? In the or- East, you're definitely going to the, like yeah. the eight seed. No, that's true. All right. I um, withdrawn. Huh? I said withdrawn. <laughs> Good. Thank uh, you. <laughs> James, you want to get in on the uh, on the Pete Alonso thing as a as a Yankee fan? Do you care? I don't care. Okay, great. Why Next is thing. he called the Polar Bear? I don't know, and I don't care to know. If you're a Pete Alonso fan and you're listening to this, go get fucked, idiot. Uh, is it because his childhood home was flooded and he had to swim to a new place to survive? I think it's because his his um, skin is actually black, but his fur is translucent. 
Interesting. Oh, nice. Pete Alonzo Morning. That could be a fun Jeopardy before and after <laughs> category. Honestly, John, what that one is, is a, that's a great continuation of DeMar DeRozan. Oh, yeah. Can I, I used to do? I used to make drawings of uh, basketball players doing weird things. Like there was a joking Noah, and that was joke him Noah, but as a stand-up comedian. That was a fun one. Uh, Demar Derozan, and that was Demar Derozan's body and Roseanne Barr's head. Yep. that was a good one. That one's aged perfectly. Yeah, that, yeah, no problems. Uh, my favorite one because it didn't make any sense was Pal Gasol, but it was Pal Gasol, and it was Pal Gasol <laughs> coming out of a can of gas. <laughs> Yeah, that's number one for sure. Uh, that was a fun one. <laughs> especially because his brother Mark Gashole is just a guy holding a gas hand, gas can. <laughs> uh, he has a mark on his face. <laughs> there you go. We got it. Oh, uh, what now? Uh, boys, it's the holiday season. Have we been eating any festive foods or any foods of any kind? Have you been <laughs> fasting? Uh, I've been doing quite the opposite of fasting. I have been treating my body like an absolute dumpster. Just Good. anything and everything can just get tossed in there. Um, I went to a holiday party over the weekend. Um, I drank a lot and and um, the, ate the a lot. F- ate a ton because the food um, was Emmy squared pizzas. Oh. Just Ooh. just just a fuck ton of personal Emmy squared pizzas piled up in a corner. Interesting. Um, who, who provided this? Great question. Uh, my friend who is a lawyer for the NFL. Um, okay. That sounds like yeah. someone who would have... You were being cagey with... I couldn't tell if this was like a corporate event or if this was just a friend who No, just a friend uh, a who has good taste in pizza and threw a wonderful and holiday party. And bad taste in friendship. And great taste in having money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Joe and I obviously know this because we were outside digging a bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe the best. We were going to put all the pizzas in the pit. Maybe the best new through line is that anytime one of us does a thing, the other two of us are nearby preparing pit barbecue. Preparing to to cook a pig in the earth. (laughs) Uh, Um, And yeah, so subsequently I was hungover all Sunday. Um, But I did all my stuff Saturday. You know, I did it well. I did yard work on Saturday, got it out of the way. yeah other than that that's yeah and oh there was also i don't know if this is from emmy squared but it was the emmy squared pizzas and then she also had two giant trays of waffle fries and boneless buffalo wings so it was basically like my woman lawyer and and i left (laughs) what'd you say i said a woman lawyer (laughs) wow it really is 2009 (laughs) sorry uh that sounds awesome i it was great it was a good time I had a couple holiday parties this past week as well. Um, one of them was my building's uh, holiday party. Uh, we did not have pizzas, but we did have pizza dip. So sort of a so take take the flavors of pizza, turn them into sort of a cheesy dip, and I ate uh, about eight scoops of that. So what do you? Dip? And what do you? What do you? Di- yeah, right. Yeah. Great question. Uh, I was just using the um, for bare hands. <laughs> Yeah, I was using I was using my fingies mostly. You'll notice I'm missing a few. Uh, no, I was using uh, like p- uh, pita chips, but they were like the good kind of like fried pita chips, you know. Right. Not like no, baked. Wait, your fingers. Are you missing a few because you used them as a dip and then you ate the fingers? Yeah, it was like that good. Yeah, he gnawed them. He gnawed through because they. It was either like that pizza. was one possibility. The other one was that it was so hot that it burnt them off. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a and it's a combination they're in, right? Like, because then it good. cooks the All skin right. and then it's too good to give up. 
kind of best of both worlds. It wasn't actually pizza dip. It was just acid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I might not have had pizza dip. Uh, (laughs) I got too sloshed at that, and that was on a Thursday. So I had myself a rough Friday at work. That sucked. Um, And then we went to another friend's um, holiday party on Saturday night, for which I did not drink, but for which Amanda made funeral sandwiches, which were fire. Uh, Always we've, delicious. We've discussed them before, but they are... Yes, and as you know, James and I were outside. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so and you so... would have been there <laughs> watching that happen. I like that they're all at the same time, <laughs> too. Uh, um, someone brought uh, like very, very soft glazed pumpkin cookies, uh, and those were a nice treat. And then someone else had brought little the little square like window-looking pretzels with a little dollop of chocolate and then an M&M smushed in. Yeah, those are fun. That was great. Um, Those are the fun things that I ate. Johnny, you got to go now. Well, I had had a busy weekend of traveling back and forth from New York to North Carolina. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Johnny spent... Johnny spent sixteen hundred dollars on pig this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> not to mention the and two thousand dollars on flights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And did you know they won't let you carry on a whole pig? Yeah, you got to check that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You got to check it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have been sick. I think I said that on like while we've recorded. You did. Uh, so I was really stuffed up this weekend. So I ordered spicy Thai food to help uh, clear me out. But yeah, nothing nothing festive yet. I'm having. Our second annual latka party this very Friday night. Uh, so I'll be making latkes, which I'm very excited about. By the next time we record, I'll have made latkes. And I will I'm be, just about. so you know, I will be outside your apartment in New York. That's right. Uh. <laughs> right. Joe, I would have invited you, but I thought it would make you sad. <laughs> so I'm just telling you about it now. No, I appreciate that. And it would have. I would have not recovered, actually. Uh, I, is, I get it. Is it mostly the same clientele as last year? Yeah, we've it's it's truly the exact same guest list, but we've replaced you. Okay, who replaced me? Can I ask? Uh, friend of the pod, Daniel Raiderstrong, and his girlfriend. Nice, good for him. That's you know what that's going to do is is going to increase your party quotient by about four hundred percent. Oh, it's going to be a party. Yeah, yeah for, for real. Sure. Um, you, you, Johnny, speaking of, what should I bring to to this party? Joe's <laughs> obviously Joe's asshole. obviously bringing an eight hundred pound uh, <laughs> pig to be buried out out in front of. No, this apartment. is the time um, for this convo. I haven't thought much about it. last year. You brought crabbies, which were great, but yes. I wouldn't ask you to do that again. I would. Uh, Why wouldn't you ask me to do that again? I don't know. You could bring whatever. If that'll, I mean, that would be great if you wanted to do that again. Yeah. But if Why you don't want to do that the thing, again, the thing you enjoyed, you don't want me to bring again. That seems very I, I want you to feel comfortable and I want you to bring whatever you're going to feel comfortable with. But if you wanted to bring Krabby's, I think that'd be, I think James, I think, excellent. I think a nice thing to do would be bring a nice baked Alaska, <laughs> a homemade baked Alaska that you sure. do yourself. It was also make it was on ice a weekend cream. last year. Now it's a Friday night. So I, I feel like the, uh, the amount you need to do is less. Yeah. It'll be all right. All right. Uh, I'll call you, Joe. You need to you need to bring Hala again. I'll I'll call you from afar, and I will I will yeah, show you. you a picture of Hala, and that'll be my contribution. Joe, can you mail great. Hala? Will Hala travel? Uh, with, with what with the political goings on right now, I don't know if that's such a good idea. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that, that feels like that feels like I'm making the U.S. Postal Service take a stand. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a problem. Everything's bad. Anyhow. Uh, yes, but it's the holiday spirit, and it's uh, a loop-de-loop time. And dickery-dock. 
I'm going to be making matzo ball soup tonight as well because Emily is sick and I'm going to make her matzo ball soup. Ah, the healing power, <laughs> the healing power of Judaism on display. That's right. It's <laughs> the fifth night of Hanukkah when we're recording this. Ah, Baruch Hashem. There will be matzo ball soup. Yeah. And then, yeah, on the last night, I'm excited that our latka party is actually on the last night of Hanukkah. So it's like... Uh, it it, it dovetails nicely. I think Hanukkah was uh, completely done. Yeah. No. Hanukkah, I mean, generally speaking, the worldwide Hanukkah is done for sure. But, you know. <laughs> what happens on the last night of Hanukkah? Do you guys just go nuts? I, don't, I never really... Yeah, I mean, you just light the candles and they're all in the menorah instead of just a few of them. Yeah, what I what I like to do, you know, you can you, you take the menorah and you just uh, you just throw it away. Get it yeah. next year. Throw it away, lit gifts. candles and all. It's all a good time. Yeah. Um, should we discuss uh, my cousin Vinny? Who's Mike Cousin Vinny? Johnny, Very back nice. to you. Uh, I've never seen my cousin Vinny. What? I have also never seen my cousin. What? Vinny. Oh, Joe, yeah. tell us what it's about. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys genuinely. Joe, from what I understand, it's about uh, Italians. This was <laughs> this was America's introduction to Italian people. <laughs> this is this is America's second introduction, or third, I should say, after The Godfather and after Goodfellas. This is this is the third example. Did this come out? I thought this came out. Did this come out before or after Goodfellas? This is after Goodfellas. This is this is Pesci just cruising off of that Goodfellas heat directly into a comedic version of his Goodfellas role. It's truly... Goodfellas, 1990. My Cousin Vinny, 1992. Yeah. Okay. So, A, uh, Marissa Tomei, absolute smoke in this movie. You must you must see it. Uh, Maybe but, one of the hottest people who's ever existed. She's still, she's still well, got it going. I will say, I don't think she's even the hottest in this film because it also stars Ralph Macchio. Which is, which is my next point, is that the Karate Kid <laughs> has grown up and he's falsely accused. Uh, it's of waxing on and off. <laughs> yeah, and he's painting a fence. Uh, they he Ralph Macchio and his friend are um they like shoplift from a grocery store in Alabama, and then they are accused of a murder, and so then they have no money, like yada yada. So he just calls his cousin Vinny. The movie, the title of the movie. Oh, that's where oh, they get the title. I get it. Now. And then mm. Joe Pesci comes down and. Uh, the hilarity ensues because it's a Bro- Brooklyn Bronx guy in Alabama. It's genuinely fucking awesome. You should watch now, it. Now, I, d- I was under the impression that they were falsely accused of any crimes um, and thus needed to be freed, but the penalty for uh, shoplifting in Alabama, I believe, is also the death penalty. Yeah. So it kind of seems like the stakes are not really that high because they're going to be killed any either way because they are, at the end of the day, Italian criminals. Yeah, they, they're bo- they're booked for for shoplifting while Italian, which is kind of the first charge. <laughs> and then and then someone chucks which them. Which is a felony in most states. Someone chucks them catching a body in there after the fact. Uh, honestly, though, you should watch it. Joe Pesci's incredible. Marissa Tomei's incredible. The guy who plays the judge, who I can't remember what his name is, but he's great. And Fred then Gwynn. Thank you. I was just about to say that. And then the uh, the. Bad coach from the first Mighty Ducks is the op- the opposing Ooh. prosecutor, the one that tells him if uh, it ain't worth winning if you don't win big. Yeah, and when he says you're not even a has been, you're never was that guy. When he- I love the idea of like you're coaching eight year olds, and the thing you have them remember, and their mantra is it ain't worth winning if you don't win big. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's like there wouldn't be a parent somewhere being like you know what. 
Don't know if that's what I want you to teach children. <laughs> hey, man, can I talk to you after practice? <laughs> hey, uh, my kid is eight, and you're, teach- you're teaching him to be a Nazi, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But for hockey, this feels not awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, my, my one last plea. Please watch My Cousin Vinny. It's a great time. All right. Um, I definitely will. I've seen parts of it, and I've seen famous scenes. Because it was one of those um, things that was always on Comedy Central. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, I've just never and sat TBS. down and been like, here I go. I'm going to... Honestly, it might have been on when before TBS was TBS, and it was like Superstation. Do you remember when it was that channel? Sure. Turner Broadcast. Yes, it was like TBS Superstation, and then they made and it just And it was mostly TBS. Atlanta Brave games. Yeah. I don't remember this. Interesting. Um, hang on. I want to make sure I'm not before talking about Before it was TBS, ass. very funny. So, yeah, they were known originally as Superstation then became TBS. This is beside the point. We don't need to go into the history of cable. The yeah, point the is, point watch is the movie. all Italians are criminals and you can't trust them. <laughs> In some form or fashion. <laughs> yeah. I remember that was a Superstation for Atlanta and then WGN was a Superstation for Chicago. Yes. And, and they all had White Sox games all the time. And in baseball, there's a lot of superstitions... Just sort of word association game I was playing there. Didn't no one really picked up the the baton after I was done? No, I choose not to do that most of the time. Yeah, yeah that's fair. I, uh, I... <laughs> um, a fun thing about my cousin Vinny though is they make grits. Yes, and uh, thank you, Joe. Also, <laughs> he knows improv. He picks up the ball. Uh, there's a lot of lard that he puts on the grill, and then uh, Joe Pesci makes a delightful 1992 joke that says, don't you know about the cholesterol epidemic happening in this country? Yes. Perfect 1992 line. Yeah. Back, back then, we were so worried about we were all going to become fat little porkers, and look what oh, happened. thank God that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, we figured a it all out. perfectly healthy country we are. Yeah. That's right. Ozempic. <laughs> I could not have planned the Ozempic ad campaign any better. If someone had put me in a room and I did not know anything about it, the first thing I would have pitched is, oh, let's do that song where he goes, oh, oh, it's magic, but for Ozempic. That's all. That would have been my entire <laughs> pitch, and that's exactly what they did. See, I would have done the O'Reilly Auto Parts one. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ozempic. <laughs> You're not fat. Gross, you know? Hell Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, uh, what are, what are our feelings on grits? I love grits. I think they're delicious. Uh, I think they are a beautiful canvas for other flavors. Agreed. Uh, especially the cheesy version. Cheesy is, cheesy grits are tops. If you can get some hot someone sauce. someone someone from Georgia, it's very important to them. And I've, uh, become, uh, culturally... Uh, engaged in the art form that is grits. Yes. They have brands that they like. I don't remember what they are, yep. but uh, my fiance's parents will occasionally send us grits in the mail, which is nice. Loose grits. These fun bags. <laughs> I feel like I've gotten pretty good at making grits. Yeah. They're, it's not hard. They're not too bad. To, yeah, they're yeah, not too you hard. Just, you kind of just boil something. I didn't really have grits until I was an adult. Yeah, yeah that same. makes sense. For yeah. where you grew up. Yeah. Well, but I did have was polenta. Because sure. Polenta was very important to my family from where they're from in Italy, which is the extreme north of Italy where they don't do pasta. They do polenta and stews and stuff. But so polenta, I'm big on grits, less big on still delicious. I agree with everything you guys have said. They're, yeah. they're wonderful. Um, but I don't love I prefer a I prefer polenta over grits where because like polenta is a little typically 
it can be creamy and, and a little like runny like grits are. Yeah. But typically it's it's firmer and I love uh something that my grandfather used to do. You take leftover polenta that has like hardened and then you just cut that into like a slice and then you fry the slice Ooh. the next day. Yeah, I'm into that. Beautiful yes. stuff. Because you can polenta cakes you can it's grit cakes you can do, but they are I think tougher to achieve. But like the same principle applies where it's yeah. like you take the firm version of the soft thing and uh, put it on the grill and it's fuego. Yeah. Like, so according so, to all recipes, the difference between polenta and grits, polenta comes from flint corn, which is coarser and holds a firmer texture. Yeah. While dent corn or hominy, hominy, excuse me, used for grits, used for grits produces a finer consistency. Yeah. That so makes, that, is the difference. that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Um, I don't, and like grits are good. Grits are delicious. But like, if I'm at a breakfast place and there's there's other options, I'm I'm rarely choosing grits, especially for okay. Breakfast. Yeah, that's interesting. If it's like, I think it depends on what the options are. If it's like, yeah. you can have grits or you can have hash browns. I'm going hash browns. Oh every yeah. Time. yeah, yeah. But yeah. if it's like grits, toast, or something else, I might go grits. There's also, I mean, it's it's a very it's usually important. you're getting toast regardless. But. Right. I think it's very important what time of day you're having it because if you're doing breakfast. Yeah, grits, grits, eggs. There's other like breakfast starches. To your point, but like a nice shrimp and grits dinner or or some. That's what, yeah. I'm I'm yeah. far more likely to get it for dinner than I would for breakfast. That, that's I think when shrimp it, and grits to me is the the best version. That's the, my it's my favorite thing. Ideal. To top of grits. Little bit a little bit of Creole seasoning. Oh, mm-hmm. not on. Yeah, and Babish does make. That's what he ends with. Yes. He yes. starts by making the diner version, which is just. Slightly absurd because he puts the uh, what does he do? It so he puts he, lard on. He puts lard on the gr- griddle and then makes bacon in the lard. Which I appreciate that he's doing just because that's what they do in my cousin Vinny. But lard to cook bacon in is like feels insane. We, we said it's a hat on a hat. It's it's truly you, bananas. It's yeah. just you're it's unnecessarily extra fat. Yeah. Um, but did he say is lard always pig fat? Hmm. White fat produced by a da, 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 of a pig. Okay, yeah, lard is always pig fat. Great. So yeah, at least it's the same animal. It's not it like was, he's cooking. It was interesting. That he said that <coughs> lard is actually healthier than butter. I mean, by some metrics, like. Yeah. But. <laughs> metrics. The the metric. What what are you maxing out stats on on butter versus lard? <laughs> Who's got the better vertical? Yeah, the advanced. <laughs> If you're looking at some basic rudimentary numbers, sure. But the advanced metrics yeah. that we all know came to know and love in Moneyball tell us right. that. Right, but but like butter has the has the counting stats, but but lard has but the lard advanced gets on metrics. Base, yeah. All we care about is how often it gets on base. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That but to the, in the same breath, eggs and lard looked outstanding. Truly unbelievable. Those look like the most perfect fried eggs I've seen in a long time. Hell yeah, yeah. great looking fried eggs, grits, and bacon were on the plate. A, a, del, a, little, a delightful looking breakfast. Looks great. Yes. Uh, he has a lot of trouble getting them all on one fork, though. It's tough. I mean, that's the the issue with grits and also with slippery foods cooked in fat, right? <laughs> it's going to happen. Slippery foods. <laughs> eggs are a notoriously slippery food. <laughs> Um, this episode is a little bit of a deviation from some of his normal methods in that he does the version of it, but then he doesn't make a better version. He just makes other types of grits, which I found interesting. Yeah. I've never had I sweet mean, grits. Yeah. He makes sweet grits. The sweet grits just, I don't, don't just need have it. oatmeal or don't do it at all. Like, I don't know. That didn't. I've, 
but in that's the not same, something I would ever, I would ever do because I he one, makes I would, essentially like a version of oatmeal. Yeah, I would uh, just do oatmeal. If you were gonna do what we were talking about earlier, do like a sweet grit cake, I would be interested in giving that a, a shot. But it's probably there's probably like a, just better a little sweet polenta cake sort of thing. Yes. Yeah, I don't mind it though. Uh, you you ever have cream of wheat? No. No. I like cream of wheat. It's like an alternative to. But it's also similar to grits. It's it, not that it different. feels like an ancient thing to eat, but it also yeah, it feels like a it, it feels like in the same part of me that likes eating Heath bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a depression era thing that you enjoy. Yeah, I think so. But it's very good, and so I think I would enjoy this. I think I would enjoy a a, a, a sweet grits with you know oatmeal yeah. toppings. Like there was a stretch jams. there there was a stretch where I was doing oatmeal at work to try to like be healthy, and then I just found myself. Putting a fuck ton of brown sugar and, and yeah. syrup and syrup like making it. I was like, this isn't good. This, I'm not doing anything dude. here. Yeah, <laughs> just, just just sort of like something. This is a me move, but like something gross, like that spray butter that you're just sort of spritzing <laughs> into your mouth. Literally, literally, what I was, what I would do was I would take brown sugar and I would put it in the cup before anything. So the first thing that went in was the brown sugar. And then I'd put the hot oatmeal on. So then when you'd get to the bottom of the oatmeal, there's like this brown sugar it's surprise. Calcified, the the, calcified oh, brown sugar. Oh, my God. It was so good. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I like, love healthy food. It is quite literally about? the base of the meal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big health food guy. <laughs> <laughs> I Growing up, I would do the same thing with oatmeal, and then my parents would have to res- they would have to watch me pour the maple syrup on because if not, I would dump half the bottle. <laughs> yes, my my move is uh, with oatmeal at least is uh, like chocolate chips, where it's like I and then you put them, but you put them in when the when it's all hot, and then you just they melt, so then it's just this chocolate streak going through. <laughs> I like that. What was That's a possibly good. healthy thing? <laughs> Uh, and then the third version of grits that he makes is a shrimp and grits, and he does it with cheesy grits. Mm. I think it needed; it was a little dry. I think it needed a little more butter, and it needed to be. I think he like he overreduced. Like I wanted the grits to be a little bit firmer, more fluid. Oh, fluid. Okay. See, I liked I liked those because those looked closer to the polenta consistency. But to your point, I think he could have achieved that with a more flavorful sauce the sauce didn't it look the sauce looked a little oh, i thought runny. the sauce looked pretty good i thought it looked a little runny and like i think it could have been used mixed the sauce into the grits to make that consistency you were looking for i see yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's true it was a, he didn't like mount it with butter or anything to make it like a little yeah bit it was viscous. just like a it didn't stock. have any viscosity just, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah which is yeah it was, well, that was what was missing was amount with butter was like give it a little bit of viscosity and then it still looked great like i think oh, 100%. it looked like a delicious dish yeah it's he made shrimp stock out of the shells. Sautéed, sautéed uh, up some onions and green peppers. It looked great in the bacon fat, and then he added the bacon crumbles over top. Yeah, um, bacon was an interesting choice rather than some kind of like an andouille or like a some other pork product. That was another thing. Sorry, that was that someone had brought on at the party on Saturday. Was someone had made? Uh, I don't know if it's jump jambalaya is the like non soupy version, right? Versus gumbo. Yeah, jambalaya has rice. So yeah, so j- someone brought jambalaya with like the andouille sausage and shrimp and everything. Oh my god, it was so so fucking good. Um, but yeah, finished it off with some lemon juice and some hot sauce, shrimp and grits, baby. That's what's up. 
That sounds great. Um, uh, I thought it was a fun app. It was an interesting deviation. The way he took it, I thought was... Um, yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, I would agree. I, it. Quick, quick, dirty, wonderful. Yeah, to the point. Yeah. Uh, and enough variation to not be repetitive. I thought it was mm-hmm. lovely. Um, would you all like to correspond with the coward? Let's. Oh, I sure it. would. All right. So this first one comes to us from Alea. Header says, okay, send me the quote. Hi, I was checking your website on behalf of this email, uh, gabbingwithbabish at gmail.com, and see you have a good design and it looks great, but it's not ranking on Google and other major search engines. (laughs) Hang on, this person wants to send us a quote so that we can rank on Google's first page with Yahoo. We have a good website. We don't have a Uh, website. Yeah, one, we don't have a website. And two, Joe, um, we know somebody who works at Google, so if we need to... uh bump that's those a good point up. i think we'll reach out to them all right we'll do that i'll tackle it from the inside <clears throat> um alaya if you're listening thanks but no thanks uh, we're not going to send you a quote for shit you're an idiot so <laughs> <laughs> well at least send him a quote all right well it's send a she him a quote for a million dollars yeah see what happens see what happens actually i shouldn't say it's a he or a she it is a robot most importantly okay maybe the robot <laughs> maybe it's a generous robot <laughs> What if we got a million dollars out of it? All right, guys. Yeah. What if they do the work and they pay <laughs> us? Let, let, yeah. me go, let me go get us a million dollars. I'll be right Listen, back. We, we in this country need to be more comfortable asking for money <laughs> from everyone, especially robots and rich people. Yeah. If you're a robot or a rich person and you're listening to this, send me $1,000. Give me give me money. I'm going to start Any with 1000 and every day that you don't send me money, it's going up. <laughs> <laughs> so you can end this for cheap if you want tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's on uh, you now, bud. <laughs> we do have an actual podcast email. It's from our pal Ian. He says, uh, hey, all, if you were given six months paid leave from work and offered $100,000 for every backflip you could do in one hour at the end of the six months, how many backflips could you do? So Wait, wait, wait. So you are, oh, getting, you are getting paid leave for six months, right? That's number one. Okay. Mm-hmm. During that six months... The intention is that you would practice doing backflips because at the end of that six months, you can get one hundred thousand dollars for every backflip that you do within one hour. Oh, so what I'll say to that standing these are standing backflips. I believe that's part of it, but since it wasn't explicitly said, I'm saying that I'm doing this on a diving board. Trampoline. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be on the ground. Standing backflip. Okay. Standing backflip in an hour. How many can I do? Oh, man, I feel like I could get good at that. Six months is a lot of time. Here's something that's also not specified. Do I get to do this down the side of like a hill or a dune? You no. do not. Flat flat land. Okay. I think in flat. an hour, and I have six months, I think I could do it. It's not about if you can do it. He's assuming. He's assuming you could do it. He's asking how many do you think you could do in an hour going from, going from currently – being unable to even come close to doing one. Right. You don't know that. Johnny <laughs> buddy. <laughs> I don't know. I do know I it was fun in, in college. One of my very good friends used to be a gymnast when he was a kid. Yeah. So his party trick when he would get a little drunk was to just do a standing backflip. Naturally. Never not impressive, yes. I gotta say. Always but here's cool. the thing. It's either but, I could either I get to a spot where I can do one or I can do a hundred. Like that doesn't it's the six months that are the hard part. That hour is cake. Um, it right. is the six months that are hard part. Here's the thing. I think Joe and I are starting... Well, I think Joe has the best natural 
ability to do this because a smaller person is much more he's going to be a, however yeah joe you would need to lose a significant amount of weight to be able to do this yeah so so would i yep so that's gonna take up the most of the six months. Johnny's in the league. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny has a head John, start. You got a head start. What I'll say that what I if it's about if any of this has to do with calf strength, I think I can <laughs> I think I can make up some of that ground. <laughs> helps. Here's the thing: it does help, but it's not the bulk of it. It does I, help, I, but Joe, I, I've seen your vertical leap. Not amazing. It's not. It's not. <laughs> so much work has to be done with my vertical that. We could get to five months, and I would probably go, you know what? It's not happening. I'm going to enjoy a month off of work. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Honestly, that probably happens three months in. Three months in, I probably go, I'm going to take the rest of the sabbatical for me and go back to work at the end of this. (laughs) I I love that. I love that so much. I would, You know what I would do? I would kind of combine it. If it's today, if it's like, hey, today for the next six months – you're off. I would yeah. move. I would immediately move to a ski town. <laughs> I would ski all winter. I would get in shape that way while, like, in the afternoons after skiing, then try to learn. Going to a gymnastics to, gym or whatever. Yeah, do those. Um, so I would get the fun of skiing all winter <laughs> with getting in shape and learning how to do backflips. Okay. And, uh,. I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. I think I could maybe get like three hundred grand out of this because this thing is like in an hour. You think you'd only do three, Johnny? I, I think, think I would. Do. I think I would. I think I would get one out, and then the next few successive ones, I would injure myself, and yeah. I'd get a second one, and then I think you're. I think. I don't know. I think you're. I think there are diminishing returns because you're going to get more tired throughout the hour. But right. Let's say generously. You do two a minute. That's a hundred and twenty. Yeah, you're making a lot of money I, that way. I think I can do a hundred and twenty. And then yeah, that's that's what like a billion dollars probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what twelve million. Yeah. It's pretty good. Six months of work. I would work so no. hard. Yes. I'm gonna ask so my friend. I'm gonna months? ask my friend who can still do a standing backflip. How many he thinks he could do in an hour? Yeah, you gotta you gotta get that information because then we can bring that back next week. And but yeah. I think if I have six months of like dedicated focus on getting an insane shape, so that both I can do the backflip and then also I have stamina for an hour, right? I think I can do more than one twenty. Here's 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 what I know is you do five, you rest. The you second five, you rest. The second I get to like a good t- even two million. I'm probably I'm I'm done. That's it. That's all I need. Two million, dude. I do one. I'm happy. Are you kidding? <laughs> right. hundred grand. If I suddenly had <laughs> dude, as as Luke Luke Monez once said about five hundred dollars. If I had a hundred grand, you would never see me again, dude. <laughs> all right? Like truly would disappear from the face of the earth. Yeah. With my I'm with my treasure. To some country somewhere, and I'm living like a fucking king. Dude. Yeah. I'll go become the king of Suriname or something. <laughs> um. Ian, great question. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Um, and also, you know, just respond and tell us how many you could or would or have done, and we'll know what the record is to beat so that we can crush I you. I feel like there needs to be stakes, though. If, like, you do under 10, they kill you. Yeah, there does need to be a, ma- a minimum requirement. Then, then I'm not taking this bet. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, like... Yeah, no, then I'll probably just continue to go to work. <laughs> 
Hang on. I'm looking up. <laughs> I wonder if there's a world record for this. Backflips? Most, Most back standing backflips. That's on a trampoline. See, that man's a coward. <laughs> uh, if you sustain uh, horrendous injury in this endeavor, are you covered, or do, or do you still have to like? Okay, three forty nine. Wait. Most standing backflips in one hour. Yeah, I see that. I see. But they call it they call it a standing backwards somersault. Is that? I think the that's same the thing? same. Yeah, same it, thing. Isn't it, I thought a somersault was when your hands touched. What? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Most backflips in one minute. This is this article from the Guinness Book of World Records, a reputable source. And so that, that ends up with you get about $35 million if you're that guy. But if that's the record, yeah, I can do half of that. Let's go find that guy. And, and how about this? So... That guy probably already has $35 million if he's already done that, right? Oh, yeah, right. I'm assuming Guinness gave him that. Let's go. Or else this question would be nonsense. Let's go. Yeah, every time you do a backflip anywhere in the world, you are given $100,000. Let's go find him, kill him, and split his money evenly. I will take the first 20000 <laughs> and then you guys now can have. Talking. You guys can split the other fifteen. Sure. All right, if you're that guy, uh, prepare to die, loser. Uh, please like and subscribe. Give us those five star reviews. Uh, if you want to follow us for more content, we have Babish on Instagram. Uh, if you want to send us emails with how many backflips you can currently do or think you could do in, with six months of training, um, please send that. If you're not, please send that to him. Bye. Bye.